So this is my final episode. So I just wanted to take this time to surprise Grogo with a check for $100,000 for participating in this podcast with me. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. Wait, I didn't realize. Look under my pillows, actually. There it is. Wow. <laughs> Thank you to all of the listeners, all of the sponsors that made this possible. This money is going to make a real difference in my life. I can now live in Hannah's brother's apartment in yes. DC. Oh my God. I can actually buy the building. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, I can buy the apartment. Um, but yes, thank you to Grogo. She's joining me on my last episode. Um, and today we're going to talk about Nike and actually some recent news with Nike with Simone Biles opting to sever her ties or her sponsorships with Nike um, three months before the Tokyo Olympics. So we're going to talk a little bit about that kind of, and yeah, that's about it for the last episode. So I wanted to start by asking you, what is your experience with Nike? Like what products of theirs do you use? And then what are your overall feelings about Nike? Mm, That's an interesting question. Um, I think in like middle school, definitely used all their sneakers, thought they were so cool, Mm -hmm. loved them, Mm -hmm. quickly realized they were not for my feet. Um, Yeah. But also I was never buying like the high-end ones. I was buying the ones where like you're going to grow out of them in like six months. So you buy, your parents buy you the like lower end ones. Um, and then really now I only wear their shorts. I don't think I ever, like all the sports I played didn't have Nike equipment. Like, okay. That's what, when I humble brag talk global marketing, I talked about that. I was like, Nike swim is so like crapped on within like the swim industry because like, it's awful. Like they make swim yeah. stuff. It's terrible. No, like they make field hockey sticks but they're not good. Yeah. And they're like companies where they all they do is specialize. Right. Right. And so I would always buy the more like specialized ones that were like for field hockey. Exactly. There was like a lot of not connotations, but like if you had, there's like certain field hockey brands where like they were just like the ones that you would buy when you first started. Mm -hmm. And so if you saw someone like with that stick, you'd be like, Oh, they're just starting out. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. So I didn't really ever love or use any other products like obsessively now I just like the shorts yeah I was I was like you in the beginning I like love Nike shoes and then I started cross country and I thought like Nike made running shoes because that's Mm -hmm. what they say they do and I remember doing like the first week of cross country with like a Nike trainer and literally hated it they were like terrible for running everyone was like you need to like get yourself to an actual running store because when you get there, there's not going to be a single Nike shoe in the building because they're not known for like, but I, in the running community, like really, really great running shoes. I think they are now. Like, I think that they have like, there's they, like a they have two marathon sections. Shoes. They yeah. have those marathon shoes, but they're like 200 bucks. Yeah. Like, so they have like two very different cl- classifications. They have yeah. like, they're like lower end, like gym class shoes and then there's the ultras and then the like super expensive they don't have like like I when I now like the shoes I wear are probably like 125 bucks but they're like quality and not super expensive but if I wanted to get the same mm-hmm. quality for Nike shoes you'd have to pay a lot more yeah I would have to pay like 
75 exactly. to 100 dollars more and it's because um they have that like premium on the market so they had i don't know if you heard this but they had the guy who broke the marathon world record mm-hmm. i think it's kipchoge mm-hmm. he wore a nike shoe that wasn't yet like approved by like usa running and the yeah. time didn't count well when he broke the marathon record it didn't count for a lot of reasons for a lot of reasons but one of them was the shoe yeah that's yeah. insane <laughs> yeah but like if they use him for press like he he ran this in like the zoom whatever like i don't know they yeah. can charge that premium like if it's literally the shoe someone broke the world record and you're gonna probably want it if you're an ultra runner mm-hmm. Who knows? yeah no, I don't know. I thought that was like interesting. That whole project was super interesting because it was like the whole thing was a Nike ad. The did you watch the documentary? Yeah. Crazy. I watched the documentary. I also watched the full two hour marathon. Okay, <laughs> that's a little much. Just found it interesting. No, I there's there was something weird about that documentary to me though, like a little bit white savior here and there. A little bit, yeah. But because they would show like him at his house, yeah, and then they'd show him like tubed up on a treadmill inside at nike yeah but like you pan back to his house and like is like nike helping out his like family is nike helping out with blah 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 like yeah man i really addressed that. no yeah it was just like weird like to flip back and forth okay completely off topic <laughs> agreed <clears throat> so what uh what are your overall opinions about nike it doesn't have to be about their clothes just like what you know about them maybe right now or overall um I feel like they're like a little not like controversial I think they have like some cool clothing mm-hmm. um and I think that they yeah a little I don't I would say I'm like pretty neutral on them yeah I've heard good and bad things yeah I would say I was also in that position but in more recent times I've been on the con side okay um which I think like with wanting to work in PR, I think their PR is incredibly smart mm-hmm. um, for the consumer who doesn't think about the ads they run. Mm-hmm. But as someone who consciously is like taking in ads and thinking about like angles and stuff like that, like I think they do a really cute amount of positive surface level work mm-hmm. in order to keep their name on the good side of media Yeah, to prevent the fact that like, I feel like it's a known fact they use child labor. Like everyone yeah. knows Nike use child labor what? still do, to this day. Do they still? Cause I know that was like a big thing. They do. And they're also wrapped up in this like, co- there's a huge cotton issue right now with like unfair like wages and treatment of workers like yeah in like the Ooh. Middle East, like Asia area. Like cotton is like hot topic right now, but they're also wrapped up in that. They use cotton from those areas too. Oh, wow. But That's I think they keep like cute press. Yeah, for sure. Steady. So that like, if it's silent for too long about Nike, they're assuming that their consumers will be like, wait a minute, do you mm-hmm. remember when? Yeah. And it's still going on. So it's not like, do you remember when? Like, wait a minute, Nike still uses child labor. Yeah. But Whoa. I don't know. It, it's smart though. Like when I was looking up all those commercials, they're really good commercials. Really like, good commercials. They are a powerful brand with a powerful image so yeah i wonder what else they own or like who owns them what do you mean 
like are they part of like another conglomerate no it's nike and they own hurley converse and one other brand there got it okay and they have stems of nike so there's nike lab nike acg and now with like the sneakers like industry heating up with like exclusivity they own like nike sneakers which is like a separate like drop date type oh okay okay okay. interesting i've used the app i've won a pair of shoes not it's not winning it's like a lottery like if you want a pair of shoes you like put them in your cart in your size and then they draw who gets to actually check out with the shoes that's kind of cool it's cool but they also don't have bot protection so there's like a lot of people that like finesse the system oh creepy like i i can say this no one will ever hear it trip's roommate like sells the bots for that shit oh that stuff <laughs> um go for trip's roommate but you can charge like a crazy amount as long as yeah. you're good at coding you can like charge a crazy amount to like sell bots to people to like get like exclusive shoes wow crazy stuff That's sneaker impressive. industry is going a little nuts um so with all this being said we're gonna talk about what i pulled up about today mm-hmm. simone biles who i love um so Simone Biles used to work with Nike. Um, I, don't, I don't like. I guess it would be she was sponsored. Sponsored, yeah. Yeah. So she's 24 years old now, but she made her debut at the 2016 Olympics, um, which was a year after she signed with Nike in 2015. She's from Columbus, Ohio. Um, she grew up in the foster care system um, until her grandparents found out her. I think she's one of four siblings. Her and her siblings were in foster care, so they were able to adopt her and her sister. And then um, another relative adopted, I believe, her two brothers. Um, but did you know she actually has her Belizean citizenship? Oh, I didn't know that. From her mom. That's she says cool. that Belize is like her second home. Wow. I just thought I'd include that. Um, Fun facts for the viewers at home. Exactly. The listeners. Um, and then this is going to like be a long-winded reading, but I wanted to read her accomplishments because I feel like everyone obviously knows she's like, crazy good but I was reading this and I was like oh wow so she's a five-time world all-around champion from 2013 to 2015 and then 2018 and 2019 five-time world floor exercise champion I'm not gonna read the years um three-time world balance beam champion two-time world vault champion and a six-time U.S. national all-around champion a member of the gold winning medal gold medal winning American teams at the 2014, 2015, 2018, and 2019 World Artistic Gymnastics Championships. Additionally, she's a three-time world silver medalist um, and a three-time world bronze medalist. She is the gymnast with the most world medals, being 25 world medals, and most world gold medals, 19 gold medals, having surpassed um, someone named Sherbo, last name Sherbo's record 23 world medals um, by winning her 24th and 25th, both gold at the 2019 competition. She is the female gymnast with the most world all around titles being five of them. And she's the sixth woman to win an individual all around title at both the world championship and the Olympics um, since 1996. Whoa. So she's also the 10th female gymnast and first African-American female. Um, oh, wait, wait, no. She's the 10th female gymnast and the first American female gymnast to win a world medal on an, on every event. And the first female gymnast since Daniela Silivas in 1988 to win a gold medal on every event at every single Olympic game or world championship, having accomplished this feat at the 2018 world championship. She's crazy. That's insane. When you like list them all out, that's like I know. Whoa! Imagine like 
being that good. Well, being that good, but imagine like literally being the best. Yeah. By like a lot. And for a <laughs> long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really impressive because I feel like you always hear about gymnasts and they are like 15 years old. They go to one Olympics. You hear about them for one cycle and then you never hear about them again. But for her to have like this kind of longevity, mm-hmm. that's insane. Yeah. That's so impressive. Yeah. Did you ever watch, um, what was the name of it? I just asked you. Athlete A. Athlete A. I did not. Okay. So basically in that, they talk about um, the Carolis, like mm-hmm. Marta and yeah. Bella Caroli. And they're all wrapped up in it. Like they're terrible people. We done been new. But they were talking about how like gymnastics took a turn from being like 25 to 30 year old women to being like, like fetishizing like a young girl mm. because- I couldn't remember her stinking name. Do you, does Nadia Comaneci? Yeah. 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 So she was the first, like, I think she was like 15 or 16 when they got her to the Olympics, like on the Romanian team. I think it was Romania. Um, She won like five gold medals, but like she was the first like person under the age of 20 to like ever really go to the Olympics for gymnastics. So all of a sudden, like she won five gold medals she's just like prepubescent like girl so like yeah there's this mass like fetishization of like starting girls in gymnastics like incredibly young and like oh. having their plateau be at like 25 yeah which is crazy but that just brought that up that was like a part of the movie that I thought was like really interesting Whoa. talking about like the the age that's fascinating in which like gymnastics took a massive shift I think in like the 80s um but yeah sorry that was major sidetrack but now we're going to talk about nike so it recently came out that simone opted to leave nike three months before the tokyo olympics um she stated that her values okay sorry looking something up okay she stated that her values align better with the division of gaps um athleta brand i say athleta um and nike has faced actually a couple of scandals on how they treat female employees and sponsored athletes so a few women have spoken up about the toxic atmosphere at Nike's headquarters in Oregon um, and about how sponsorship contracts penalize athletes who become pregnant. The main example, which I vaguely remember coming out, is um, Allison Felix, who won nine Olympic gold medals. She was a sprinter um, for Team USA, and she also was sponsored by Nike for several years. Now she's sponsored by Athleta, so like her and Simone mm-hmm. will both be with Athleta. Wow. Um, she signed with them in 2019 after um, she participated in a video criticizing Nike for financially penalizing athletes who became pregnant. They then changed their policies afterwards. So she was right. It was yeah. legit. Um, so they kind of had to own up to that, which I don't really think they did. But um, And then there also is uh, examples of Nike coaches being accused of verbally abusing female runners. And then... That's like Mary suspended. King, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... Nike doesn't have a great track record with how they treat women. And I think Simone was gearing up to basically she's going on this tour after the Olympics called gold over America. Um, Mm -hmm. It's her, Laurie Hernandez and a couple like other of like the fab five. Yeah. But um, she basically after athlete a got released, like in quarantine and things like that, like she wanted the tour to be more of a punch at USA gymnastics and she felt that having Athleta back her and like sponsor the entire tour, which they are, yeah. um, it would be more of 
a jab at them um, and undercut USA Gymnastics more than she would if she were sponsored by Nike because Nike doesn't really stand for the same stuff. Yeah. So she dropped Nike, picked up Athleta, and then sort of alluded to the fact that she wanted to undercut USA Gymnastics a little harder due to the Larry Nasser mishandlings. Mm -hmm. Um, So what we can look forward to coming up is there's a line of activewear coming out by Biles um, with Athleta. So I think that should be cool because I don't think any type of like Lululemon, Nike whatsoever have, I don't know if it'll be a gymnastics yeah, like based line um, or she'll just run a pair of leggings and like her favorite color, not sure. But I think it'd be really cool if Athleta could take advantage and make some like legit gymnastics clothing. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Cause there's so many little girls out there who would buy anything smiles made so yeah huge opportunity here for like a brand new market for them um so i'm excited about that and then um just looking forward to the olympics in a couple months so they're the single biggest marketing stage for nike and its competitors such as like adidas and puma um they fiercely compete to sponsor anticipated medalists and entire governing bodies of a sport so they sponsor um they don't sponsor swimming they don't do gymnastics or no they're track yeah they sponsor all of USA track. But what I'm wondering, I thought all of Team USA was sponsored by Nike. No, because gymnastics isn't. Well, it's not sponsored. So it, it's not because they don't wear Nike. Like it's MSG Fit or something that like is giving, is doing the uniform, like the leotards for gymnastics. And like, okay, you swimmers don't wear those Nike. Yeah, they wear They're like, awful. Like, TYR Speedo, yeah. like fitness, like they are required to all wear the Team USA suit, but like it's not Nike. Yeah, but I wonder, like you know, even like all the T-shirts I sell, like Nike, Nike, Nike. Mm-hmm. But also, then if you think about it, like you know, I don't know how into the Olympics you get. I get really into it. Oh no, I love it. So like when they do the opening ceremonies, they're all wearing Ralph Lauren. Like the past mm-hmm. couple of years, mm-hmm. weird. I think like what? Not the biggest fan of that. They part. always wear like the weirdest outfits, but. Um, yeah, I feel like when you go and buy, try to like purchase like Team USA gear, it's like always Nike for like the at-home fans. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. And then in the winter, it's North Face. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, yeah, I know that Nike doesn't fit swimming or gymnastics just based on my research, but interesting. They do fully sponsor USA Track, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. Um, and then they just, their goal is to tell potential customers a story about elite athletic performance and product innovation, which is a narrative that becomes easier to sell and possibly believe when hundreds of athletes wear Nike and mm-hmm. all their apparel when they win gold. Yeah. So that's sort of like the motivation behind That's also Nike gaining possible medal winners, but like losing Simone, Alison Felix, things like that. Like they still have plenty of people who are going to medal, but mm-hmm. like she, I feel like is the face of all their, like all of like at least NBC's campaigns about the Olympics right now. Yeah. Cause it's really interesting. The Olympics are like directly after the Olympics, the spike that happens in participation, mm-hmm. like youth participation in like more of these like niche sports. So like not like baseball, football, soccer, like mm-hmm the amount of people who want to join swimming gymnastics because they see them for the first time on TV is huge. So like, I feel like Nike only gets every four years to market their products towards these like more niche sports. And I'll say like swimming gets like crapped on, on the daily in the United States. Like not a lot of people truly participate in swimming. I will say there is like a lot of barriers, like having a pool is Mm -hmm. like pretty rare, but after the Olympics, the the most watched sport at the Olympics are gymnastics track and swimming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you don't get to watch them any other time, but the participation, but they spike, like people are like, wait, swimming. 
and then they all sign up like I don't know what the actual long-term yield is but they all sign up for swimming it's so funny there's like a big like hype around it like I used yeah. to get made fun of for swimming in high school and then I had people literally send me videos being like oh my gosh like Katie Ledecky I'm like oh so now you want to <laughs> like swimming like that's funny it's annoying yeah. but like I appreciate the hype every now and then yeah no I, but I think it extends even down to like the weirder wait that's not the, oh like like fencing <laughs> fencing archery like table tennis like yeah because little kids will watch that on tv like on a random like afternoon on a tuesday and see that and say like oh i want to try that so like i want to do sharpshooting mommy yeah it really (laughs) helps like all of these like lesser known yeah i think it was also like the discovery of like that's an olympic sport like curling yeah like and what's barring someone from getting into curling and being so good you go to the olympics like yeah yeah so long story short huge like opportunity for any of these marketers like oh yeah oh yeah um so that's all I had on it I think it's important that she left I think it's Mm -hmm. awesome that she got out of there and jumped to a brand like Athleta I don't know much about Athleta so I think I read somewhere um they're only like sponsored athletes are her and Allison Felix like they don't do sponsorships I feel like it's all like yoga Mm mm-hmm it's it's yoga they it's dip yoga into, running swimming I've actually bought swimsuits there they're um really good at like on the go like they make like dress pants with like sweat wicking material mm-hmm. like they do a lot of like athletic like fabrics yeah and like synthetics but like for like nicer pieces mm-hmm. so I in my opinion they do a lot of like end go is what I call it like mm-hmm. on the move but you need to look cute type stuff mm-hmm. um it's also interesting. I feel like their target. I've said I didn't know a lot about it. I have shopped there sometimes. Yeah. I've been in their stores. Like, I feel like their target audience is like 30 to 45 to 50. You know what I mean? I Which I think is really interesting considering like Nike's target audience is 20s. Yeah. I, I would 20s agree. And I think, even teens. Yeah. Like, Athleta is definitely like in my head, like an older female brand, which I think and genius bringing on little miss Simone Biles like yeah she's gonna like modernize it and bring it into possibly a more youthful like mm-hmm. audience or customer base um which I think if that was their plan if they execute it properly definitely can happen mm-hmm. or moms just start buying Simone Biles leggings like I don't know. yeah either way like I'm yeah. like but it's also I guess it is it works for her because gymnastics like say she was a really famous like softball player mm-hmm. everyone would want to buy like her glove her bat mm-hmm. her like um bat bag and like all yeah. that stuff so they have to make those specific things but because she is gymnastics the equipment you need like you don't need no. a glove a bat you just no. need like the leotard and obviously like all the stuff that's provided at the gym mm-hmm. but there's not as much like sports tools exactly that you need to buy so I think it works really well because they obviously Nike does create those things like it yeah. has like the wit ability to like create those like more specific products but she's just selling like a healthy athletic lifestyle right right yeah so it makes like perfect sense for her she doesn't oh, yeah. need to be tied to one of these sports retailers she just needs I, which I think she kind of realized she needs to be tied to like an image almost, especially mm-hmm. like with how she seems to want to be using this tour. Like, yeah, genius. I'm curious Very how smart. much they like 
signed her for? I don't know. I don't know if that's public knowledge. Yeah, probably isn't. I'm just curious if she like lost or made money. Definitely lost. Yeah, you think so? Because I think Nike would have offered her like a hefty bonus. I think they most likely offered her a hefty bonus to stay. Yeah. And she was definitely like taking a a pay down grade like yeah with or without that bonus. That's awesome. But yeah. like at the same point, like it's the same with Michael Phelps. Like, does he need yeah Nike's bonus? No. Like, is Simone gonna be chilling and set for life? Like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I think realizing that, especially her, she's 24. Yeah. Realizing that then and making those changes, really smart. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see the Olympics. Like I, I want to see like an athletic commercial. I want to see like her and Allison Felix doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like For sure. I want to see like, I want to see them use it. Like I want everyone to know that she switched. Cause like, I only know cause I'm on top of that stuff. But mm-hmm. like, I want like, my friends who might not know that to see a commercial with Simone Biles wearing Athleta and promoting Athleta and be like, oh wait, like what happened? Refreshing. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they do like a heavy ad campaign. Yeah. 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 And, and they're owned by Gap. So like they do have the money. Like, yeah. And Gap is very similar in like, not as much of an inspirational brand, but it's more of like a familial brand. Absolutely. Gap Kids, Gap Baby. Yeah. Yeah. And they own a bunch of other ones so banana republic love it (laughs) all right well that was the last episode don't say it's fine for all the listeners we'll keep going (laughs) no (laughs) i love you to death but no (laughs) okay fine i haven't had to put any of the work into it so i guess that's valid (laughs) but all right bye guys thank you so much for listening bye